of Scotland to the spiritual splendor that is Augusta. Grab a seat, grab a glass, and punch your ticket to the power train. Woo! It is Masters Tuesday, and we are pumping out a lot of content here. We got Strat. Strat, what's going on? Uh, chilling, trying to keep it cool at work while the Masters is going on. Not sure if I'm if I'm stuff. doing it. That Masters app is filling up with a lot of good stuff. Yeah, it's content really dream. takes you down that rabbit hole, you know. It's content dream. Yeah, you you know about that content. So, oh, you know, I know. Uh, uh, our our boy Sir Mac uh, wasn't able to make it. Uh, do you want to share with the listeners where he is? He told us that he was getting a haircut. I heard it's because he's getting his sleeveless denim jean jacket bedazzled. Yeah, that's that's not a surprise. Um, I'm actually more surprised about the haircut. His hair's been looking a little raggy lately, but uh, yeah, um, yeah. But anyways, it's it's just a duo today. No sure. Sir Mac, but we have. Uh, I'm excited about this episode. This is all about Masters bets and banter. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we're gonna go through a couple fun segments: a sad violin, a new segment called "Delete Your Twitter." Uh, then we're gonna go into um, some fun Masters bets and something we didn't know about the contract with CBS and Augusta oh. National. It's absurd. Okay. And then we're going to talk through our pick five teams and give people some uh, some help with their with their betting plans for the Masters. So you're welcome. Before, you're welcome in advance. Yeah, you're welcome. Before we dive in, though, Strat, uh, you made me aware of something yesterday that I feel like the Partrain community should know about because it's borderline absurd and it could change our lives dramatically. So why yeah. not hash it out here on the air? Yeah, sure. I'm going to jump right in. I had a coworker <laughs> mention in a just. Uh, alarmingly cavalier manner that uh, he or she knew multiple members of Augusta and A, had no problem ever getting tickets to the tournament and even more distressing, B, um, had been offered the opportunity to play Augusta and passed it off as as I'm so terrible at golf I wouldn't have even had fun. Um, I, I mean, before... I, my immediate reaction was to chuck my laptop onto the street. Where, I was just going to say, do you want to tell people about how you threw your laptop across the room and then I saw you do it, you told me why, and then I threw my laptop through the window? Yeah, I threw that thing like like uh, with, with a precision not seen by many and I, I might have killed a lady outside because that thing was going a million miles an hour. Um, I tried to keep it cool. I tried to figure out how I could position myself as the guy that needs to get that invite if it happens in the future. So in terms of what what you do, what you offer to get that that invite, I mean, I'm, I threw everything on the table. I uh, apart from you know my firstborn because he's already born. Sure. Um, Great kid. I mean, he's a solid kid. I'm gonna keep him. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm willing to do any and everything in order to try to get out at Augusta National, and I th- I feel like you'd do the same, Ev. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's why I wanted to bring this up because I kind of want to hash this out. How what do we need to do to progress this? Because, well, he or she <laughs> seemed to be pretty adamant about how easy it would be to get an invitation. Like to I play. said, distressingly cavalier about about the opportunity. I've already offered on the table. We've got laundry for a year. He or she was not interested. <laughs> I've got handling uh, difficult coworkers for a year. He or uh-huh. she was not interested. Uh-huh. 
uh, I've had um, an unlimited ice cream on demand service for a year. He or she was not interested. I keyed in on something that seemed to gain traction, which was somehow figuring out how to get a meet and greet with Kobe Bryant. That feels like our best bet. I think I need to start figuring out how we become best friends with Kobe Bryant. Yeah, I feel like we could make that work. You know, I mean, just give played, Scott Van Pelt a call. SVP, get him on the line. I got a lot of Kobe shoes. I feel like that's our end from the cold call standpoint. And then we just go from there. Would you update Excel docs every week for this? For I would up, I'd update them every hour for this for a year. <laughs> I, no joke. If he or she wanted five grand tomorrow, <laughs> I'd, I'd write them, I'd Venmo them and then I'd get the, I'd get the error message that says you can't Venmo $5,000 and I'd say, go fuck yourself. And then I'd, uh, I'd take a check and I'd walk over to their desk and I'd slam it on the desk and I'd say, when can we make this happen? Yeah. I would violently invade Venmo's headquarters to ensure that they figure out how I can Venmo that money immediately. Yeah, Venmo, uh, you are infringing on my ability this to is go big, play Augusta National. This is bigger than you, Venmo. Can you imagine if we both got on Augusta and he or she could only get two slots and poor Cermak wasn't able to go and then we did a par train episode live from Butler Cabin? I would hope that his bedazzled jean jacket would be uh, absorbent enough for all the tears that he would sure to be crying. Yeah, I wonder if he'd be upset if we came back with green jackets rivaling his bedazzled jean jacket. Mm, We'll have to figure that out. All right. Well, I, I'm glad that we're at least kicking this off, starting the dialogue. Uh, I just want you to know. I mean, you know. I mean, I'm all in. So yeah. whatever I'll you need to help I'll push this forward. Yeah, I'll keep it posted. We're going to ex- execute any and all resources at our disposal. What What is the Seinfeld quote? It's like finding plutonium on accident. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's the feeling I had. That checks out. Okay. Um, all right. So let's go into our segments. Sure. So our first one is Sad Violin, mm-hmm. and I believe yours has to do with Mr. Romo. So yeah. I'm just going to start it here, and you can uh, get started. Yeah, hit me with that track player. Uh, Sad Violin, Tony Romo. We find out that not only is he retiring, no longer a Dallas Cowboy, but putting Phil Sims on blast, already letting uh, Nance know that he's up in that booth looking to make moves i'm thinking he might be showing up at the masters soon stay woke like that i guess cbs just feels like they've got a rival fox and have a former cowboys quarterback as the color commentary are you talking about troy mate troy aikman aka white jay-z yeah with my boy joe buck from uh, st louis yeah are they confirmed gay I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that, but they they definitely go to fancy restaurants together and enjoy perusing the menu. It's incredibly uncomfortable the way they look at each other when they talk football. I mean, it's just a couple but... of dudes trying to make it honest in a world talking football. Sure. Uh, but I digress. Okay. Sure. My sad violin. Here we go. Yeah, hit it. Most people's sad violin in regards to Tiger come Masters Week is the fact that he's not playing. Mm. I think that's a little overdone, so Mm. I'm going to go a different route. Three nights ago, I went to sleep, and throughout my REM, REM cycle, 
I entered a dream space where I was Tiger Woods' best friend. Mm. And I had never felt anything that felt so real in my life. We talked. We shared. And he told me, no joke, that he will be back for Aaron Hills in the U.S. Open. And I woke up and realized it was a dream after I had tweeted Nota Begay that I'm really excited for the three of us to get together. And... I basically heard the sad violin all day long. If you saw me at work and I was a little grim, that was why. Yeah, I remember that. I was trying to figure out what was going on, and uh, now it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, okay, second, this is a brand new segment. Yeah. This is called Delete Your Twitter. Oh, boy, here we go. I'm, I'm excited for this one. <laughs> Can I go? I'm going to go. Go ahead. Go ahead. My, delete Your Twitter. Oh, God, here we go. Brandel fucking Shambly. Can we talk about that name? Brandel, Brandel. Shambly. Do you know that he doesn't even spell it the way that you would think you would spell that name? It's <laughs> B-A-R-A-N-D-E-L. All right? Yeah, I know. I know so the spelling. You, you might be aware that Lexi Thompson was embroiled in a controversy uh, about, around placing her Smart. ball incorrectly. Thank you. Um, it should come as no surprise that while 99% of the world was up in arms about the absurdity of the ruling uh, that, that saw her have to go into a playoff and, and suffer a four-stroke penalty, Brandel, good old <laughs> Branny, his tweet is, quote, where the information comes from should not be under fire. This was golf getting everything right. She would have been DQ under older rule. So not only is his syntax garbage, but he's defending the neckbeard that called this in and uh, was responsible for her losing a major because she placed the ball mere millimeters in front of where the actual uh, ball marker was. Delete your twiddle, Brandle. Twiddle. Twiddle for Brandle. Classic Brandle. You know what? Just because I can feel your passion and I think we share this sentiment, my delete Twitter is Brandel Chambly. Oh, God. Keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> Brandel Chambly, allegedly, oh. and not just allegedly, I've fact-checked this. It's confirmed. It's confirmed. He has blocked 20,000 people on Twitter. <laughs> Why does that not surprise me? 20,000. Do you know how much time it would take to manually... I don't think there's a batch block option no, on it's Twitter. one by one. Brandel Shambly is the dude that shows up uh, with his own um, kickball ball. And when you are going yard on him for too long, he takes the ball home and says, game's over, guys. Uh, I'm taking my ball with me. He's that guy. He's been that guy his whole damn life. Yeah. And not only did he block 20,000 innocent souls on the Twitterverse, but (laughs) every time I look up on TV, because you know I got that Masters coverage on all day, every day, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. regardless of where I'm at, because we got that unlimited streaming. Yeah. uh, You know he's just doing that. swing comparison on how the right knee flexes on the downswing and how it's very similar to Hogan and how Rory has it also, but Roy flips it too much at the, at the impact zone, which creates inconsistencies and why maybe Rory didn't win the green jack in the first place. It's like, okay, Brandel, I know you know a lot about the golf swing, but you know, it's, it's a little much. Uh, Let's also not forget that Brandel's the same jagaloon who suggested that hitting up on the ball with the driver was a bad idea. Yeah. So. Okay. So I, I think we both agree. Delete, Delete your, your Twitter. Twitter. Delete it. Delete it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Let's get more positive. Right. This is crazy. So we're both 
avid golfers and we we seem to know a decent amount about the game and and what's going on. Mm-hmm. I have, can't believe that I never knew this, and I want to share it with the listeners. So I found out today from actually our earlier guest uh, Kenny Legan from ESPN mm. that. So let me just read you this. This is so absurd. I I read this on Forbes today. Okay, okay. This should be the perfect storm for Masters to cash in, but no. When opting to keep control of their brand rather than go for the most money, the Augusta National Golf Club will leave some $100 million on the putting green. You see what they did instead of on the table? Yep. As Golf Digest reported, the Masters will take in about $115 million in revenue this year and turn a profit of $29 million. Here's the breakdown. Interesting. $48 million merchandise, $35 million tickets, mm-hmm. international TV rights, $25 million, okay. concessions, you know those dollar fifty sandwiches? Yeah. Bringing in almost eight million. That's a lot of pimento. A lot of lot of cheese. Yeah. But noticeably absent is the domestic television revenue. And per Golf Digest, this is the sixtieth consecutive year that CBS is broadcast broadcast the Masters on a one year contract. Neither CBS nor Augusta National makes money on the deal. Now, not only is it crazy that CBS and Augusta National have had a relationship since the 50s and yet they still have a one-year contract every year that they renew but when you consider that fox sports paid 93 million a year for the u.s open u.s women's open and senior open two years ago the ratings for the masters are almost double the u.s open and they paid 93 million and i heard that they pay roughly 5 million for a one-year contract Per year. Per year, and they renew it every year. Is this the the, the best thing that Les Moonves has ever done apart from the atrocity that is Big Bang Theory? I would venture to say yes. Okay. And it is the most classic Augusta National, old school, we do things on old school relationships. Mm. Yep. And let's just have a gentleman's agreement every year and not pay each other anything. Uh, I feel like there's a, there's a big opportunity for earnings there. I'd love to get in there for the exchange of a few rounds at Augusta every year. Yeah. I mean, if look, Augusta, if you want Strat and I to come in and increase your revenue by a hundred million dollars a year and just let us play maybe three times a year, you know what? One time a year, uh, for the rest of our lives, I'll net you a hundred million dollars in profit additional every year. Does that sound like a good idea? It's guaranteed because you know, I'm going to be snapping the whole thing and I am on fire with my filters and my captions. So <laughs> yeah, that's going to, that's going to be the caveat. We're going to need those phones on the course. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Allow it. Allow it. Yeah. Phenomenal. So okay. that blew my mind. So I, I just needed to throw that in there. Appreciate that. Okay. What everybody's been waiting for some mm. prop bets. Mm. So apparently it's 20 to one that Jordan Spieth will make a seven or worse on hole number 12. <laughs> Did they fix his divot mark from last year? It's a, it's a good question. Uh, I don't think I would take it though. I'm not taking that. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I've got it on good authority that Spieth is showing up with the driver on 12. Mm, make sure it gets over. Yeah, he's hitting. He's hitting a high spin. Uh, he's hitting up on it, Brandel. 
and it's getting over. <laughs> yeah, that that's the one. That funky par three tournament, you teed up real high. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. not taking it. I'm not taking it. Um, all right. I, I'd say listeners out there, I, I probably wouldn't take that. Yeah. Here's a crazy one. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's common at the Masters. Rookies don't win. A lot of course knowledge around the greens. Yep. That takes time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spieth is the anomaly there. Didn't win, but second sure. as, as a rookie. So a Masters rookie will win is six to one. Oh, wow. And one of the strongest rookie classes in recent history. I mean, Alex Norton, Tyrell Hatton are in the top 15 in the official world golf rankings, but it's really about John Rahm. Like John Rahm is, if you can believe it, after the big four and then Phil is number five, John Rahm is the sixth favorite to win the Masters. You know what? I'm, what I'm, this is intriguing to me because I saw a photo of um, Fig Jam and John Rahm standing next to each other, and John Rahm has a belly that makes Fig Jam look svelte and fit. And I thought to myself, this is the type of body mass index that you don't see on rookies. This is a this is a man who is wise beyond his years. I feel like I might take this one. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. The next one is DJ will make two or more eagles. And that is 11 to 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take it. It's take it. Just fucking take it. Yeah, thanks thanks Vegas for those odds. That's really yeah. exciting. I can't bookies, wait to Bookies are working power. hard. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to um, want to take DJ that. Will be the leader after the first round, eighteen to one. Um, you know, I feel like Deej likes to ease into things. I'm not sure that he's ever rushed anything in his entire life. I'm thinking this one is not as enticing as the Eagles. Agreed. And there's apparently some stats where I believe in the last like ten years, it's been very rare for the eighteen uh, hole leader to actually win. Yeah, yeah, I'm not taking to it. Go wire to wire. Leave I think Immelman was actually the last one to go wire to wire. Oh, Serm's favorite. Yeah. Sure. Speed didn't go wire to wire when he won, tell. right? I don't think so, but I also no. couldn't tell you. Yeah. Okay. Um, Phil being the leader after the first round is 50 to 1. Fig Jam? Yeah, Fig Jam, your boy. My boy Fig Jam, leader after first round. I'll tell you what, Fig Jam lives for these moments. The cheese and the uh, the pageantry of the Masters is well within Fig Jam's wheelhouse. I can see Fig Jam jumping off of a a pretty productive um, call with KPMG after they just told him that they're going to pay off his most recent $5 million gambling debt. I think he's coming out hot on that first round. I kind of like this one. Yeah, 50 to 1? Yeah. Take that all day long. Yeah, I mean, throw a little scratch on it. 10 bucks, you're sitting pretty. Yeah. I mean, you know I threw some some money around in Vegas a few months ago yeah. for for this weekend. So Yeah. Also, full caveat, not a numbers guy. 50 to 1, I'm thinking $10, that's going to get me, what, $5 million, if it's true? <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> not a numbers guy. That sounds about right. Yeah, at least don't, 500 grand. Don't, don't correct me. Yeah, at least 500 grand. Sure. Okay. All right. Um, now, let's think about Masters Pools. Oh, yes. So, let me caveat for people out there. Our pool that we're a part of is we like simplicity around here. And I know a lot of pools, we can get into this after, uh, but I know a lot of pools do the whole either world golf rankings or odds where you can only pick like one in the top five and then two from 11 to 20 and et cetera. Mm. 
The one we're in is literally a pick five. You pick any five you want. Love that. And it sounds easy, but it's actually even harder. So let's just talk it out. Like, who are you thinking about for your top five, your pick five? Okay. I think that you've got to be a low-functioning alcoholic to not choose DJ. I think the dude is just aces at the moment. He's got that baby number two on the way. And he's, he's he's having sex, per your point two episodes ago exactly we know that helps with without a shadow of a doubt that the dude is having sex because he's got two kids so he's had sex in the last at at some point in the last five years it Um, really helps him it does uh spieth you know what i actually like about spieth he the dude's been under the radar okay the only thing i saw from spieth is the fact that he got dressed up in some old pajamas and pretended like it was a million years ago and then (laughs) uh under Under armor decided to let us know what he was going to be wearing and i also Interesting to know, Spieth's script, quote unquote, everything took place on the putting green. So clearly, <laughs> Under Armour knows knows their their client, Jordan Spieth. But uh, I like that he's under the radar and that he hasn't done much. And from what I've seen of his game, I feel like the fundamentals are in place. And I want to say that the dude's going to come out firing. Yeah. I mean, DJ and Spieth, you're really turning heads with the start. These Keep are going. big, these are big, big, big. Headline but matters. you have to. I mean, th- this is the big question, though. Like, everybody's going to want to say, oh, you idiot. You go DJ Spieth, Rory, Jason Day, and Phil. But actually, no, like, you need to do it. You got to diversify a little bit. I mean, it's like, what are you going to go to the steakhouse and order the uh, Jadori chicken? Like, come on. You got to get the steak, you know? You go You go with what you know. Yeah, like, what do you think the actual leaderboard is going to be? All right. Stay okay, with you got me the, the, the two big ones. I got the two bigs. I think Rory ain't going to be anywhere close, all right? I agree. I'm calling that right now. He's got the weird back. Also, I just – I'm not hot on Rory. I'm not bullish on what Rory did. I think last last year with the FedEx was an anomaly. I'm not sure how he pulled it off, but uh, I'm not uh, I'm not bullish on, on Roar Dog. So I'm leaving I also that just out. heard his interview, and he seemed real nervous – when he was about to be asked the Grand Slam about the Grand Slam. Oh, Seems on edge. Yeah. The dude's he's not comfortable. Okay. And I know he's playing well, but still. You know? Okay. Yeah. No, I feel go you. Ahead. Um, all right. So we still got Deej. We still got Jordan. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna throw John Rom up in the mix. Okay. Oh. I don't know like I said, I don't know if it's that belly. I don't know <laughs> if it's that fucking weird quarter swing that somehow carries 310 yards on his drives. Something about this dude is, uh, it's interesting. And I kind of like him up in that top five. I mean, he's, he reminds me of DJ in, in the fact that like, here's, here's a perfect distinction. You've got a guy like DJ and Rom that, you know, they're not going to really get in their own head and they're just phenom ridiculous monsters that is going to throw someone up against a tree and make birdie. Yeah. I you know, think and I don't mean a ball. I mean, like literally take someone from the gallery, knock them against the tree and then go make birdie where a guy like Rory, Justin Thomas, even Ricky, like you could see them missing the cut and you could see them winning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, speaking, speaking to Ricky, I love the guy. I think he's got, uh, first of all, as a man who appreciates a, a nice flashy wardrobe on the course, 
Mm -hmm. I think he's got killer outfits, great style. I don't think he's got the fire, you know? I'm not sure that Rick, he's such a nice guy and he seems to be best buddies with everybody. I want to see Rick get fired up. I want to see him get pissed off. I saw a flash of it when he lost um, the Waste Management Open to Matsuyama in the playoff last year when he was upset, crying because his uh, his grandfather was there. I haven't seen that type of emotional outburst for him, and I'd love it if he got violent. I mean, he has like three to four top tens and won the Honda. He's like a Greg Norman status. He's eerily close to approaching Greg Norman status where it's like the guy should win, but he's just not winning. <laughs> okay. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? I mean, Puma athletes, come on. I mean, I'll go next. You'll you'll see how I sure. feel. Yeah, so you got DJ, Spieth, and Rom so far. Yep. Okay, two more. Yep. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay, I'll finish up. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I'm going to throw in a dude who this probably isn't going to be a surprise, but I'm not sure if he's got the if he's capable of winning it. But I think Kadeki Matsuyama is uh, apart from the fact that. I am going to rip the clubs out of his hands if he doesn't hold on to them <laughs> himself. It's going to be pretty easy to rip them out of his hand. It's true. He's going to have maybe, yeah, he's only going to have a finger on him. But I think that that guy is going to show up to Augusta. He's kind of been chilling for the last uh, few weeks. I think he's going to show up lights out. He did, Word says that he did go home to Japan and oh. kind of collected himself. Yeah, he got real zen. I can guarantee Isn't it. it crazy not to think about picking a guy that won five times in like 10 events to and start the year? The Masters is a hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Here's my final one. Okay. And this is, this might come as a shocker because I forgot that he was even a golfer, uh, which is crazy because he won the British Open last year, Henrik Stenson. Oh. Yeah. I think Henny is showing up feeling loose. He was... Riding high off of uh, off of his win last year, his big his big final major. I think he's uh, he's got a beautiful wife. Things appear to be good with the family. I think he's going to show up looking fit, tall, ready to stripe shit. I think he's going to be in the mix. Wow! So you've got DJ Spieth, Rom, Matsuyama, Stenson. I love that mix. It's a real Benetton United Colors of Benetton on the golf course. Yeah, that's I like that. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna do mine on the fly. I haven't thought about this yet. Okay. Picks are due when tomorrow night. So, okay, here we go. I think you have to go DJ and Spieth. So I'm gonna mirror you there. The difference for me is I feel very strongly about Jason Day mm-hmm. this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it actually benefits him. We've talked a lot about this where he's kind of the head case with all of his little ailments. No, he is a head um, case. And you know he's my boy. He's a, he is a head case. Um, can, but knowing that, he said today, like, he's not really that prepared, and I think that'll actually help him. Mm. Like, he says his, he's seen that his game has actually started to improve as his personal life with his mom has settled down, which makes sense. So his mom's recovering from surgery. Yeah. He's feeling at peace. I would imagine that it's just a load off and nobody's talking about him. And he was just the number one player in the world. And he's finished second at Augusta twice and top five, three times, I want to say. So clearly he, he likes the track. So I'm going to go DJ Spieth day. Yep. Then I'm going to go Phil. 
Fig Jam. Because whether or not he wins, he's got so many top fives and top tens at Augusta. I have to take him from a consistency standpoint. Yeah. And now the question is, God, do I go Ricky? Do I go Rom? Do I go Matsuyama? Do I go Rose? Oh, I feel like I know who you're going to go with. I think I'm between two guys. Okay, who do you got? I really want to pick Rose, but I just don't. For some reason, I can't. Even though he has good finishes there the last two times, I can't seem to do it. Yeah. I'm between Sergio (laughs) and Snedeker. Snedeker is an outlier. I knew you were going to be hitting up Sergio. I knew that was going to be one of your, one of your options. Well, you know I like this stuff about he's engaged now, you know. Mhm. Mhm. He's had some good Thursdays and Fridays in years past. I feel like he's just playing free and might find himself up at the top of the leaderboard. But at the same time, like I would hate to post a team that DJ Speeth, Chase and Day, Phil and Sergio. Like, so considering that you're obviously factoring factoring in outside issues as uh, as to whether or not a player can be effective at Augusta, have you factored in Brant Snedeker's smile as a detriment <laughs> to his overall play? Because I'm not sure if you've seen him smile, but it's weird. Yeah, it is. But it he's also got that hockey player curl off the side of his hat. Okay. Um, you know, which bodes well with the crowd. Mm. And he's got roots there. So he... You know, he's he's been playing solid as well, and he's had some high finishes there. Okay. So, I don't know. I might go back and think about maybe throwing in a guy like, you know, Leishman or Kucher, Paul Casey, even. I'm really stretching. But, uh, what about, uh, what about my boy, contemporary golfer Bill Haas? I, my, my argument for Bill Haas is you take that dude. And you place him in any golf tournament in the last 150 years, and you're thinking to yourself, yeah, that guy checks out. He, he obviously is a contemporary of the time. You can pull him out and at any moment drop him in, and he looks like he belongs in whatever era you decide. So Bill Haas, <laughs> last year finished tied 24th, okay. 2015, okay. tied for 12th, 20th, 20th, 37th, 42nd, 26th. Mm. I did see him hit a shot out of the bunker in practice today. Looked good. Hmm. Well, I, I had an eerie feeling you were going to pick Bill Haas. You just love the name, I think. I, I think, you know, he's a good story. He's a good dude. Uh, he's got great shoes. I like him. All right. Well, that's it for the picks. Let's end it on this. Mm. Because a lot of pools are a different format where you got to pick, you know, the top five, you pick one, 10 or six to 10 or 15, however yours is set up, you pick two, et cetera. I think the hardest one to, to do is picking the your one. Ooh. So let's just say out of DJ, Spieth, Rory, Day, and Phil, let's put Matsuyama in there. So top six, because I know some people are world rank versus betting odds. Um, those six, you can only pick one. Who do you take? Wow. Um, I'm going to go with George. I think that he saw Tom Brady come back from adversity. He, uh, you got Steph, Under Armour guy. You got Steph Played Curry. You got Steph Curry coming back from a little little taste of adversity over this last season. Mm-hmm. I think George is showing up. He's holing out on twelve two times throughout the week, and I think that he's going to run away with it. That's my dude. Yeah, I. Uh, part of me says Phil just because of his history, but. I think you're right. 
Like the kids play there three times. DJ is like the obvious pick. He's just pure performance and in his own and can just, what, what's the line? Power cuts, zero fucks. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. So he can basically do that all day long. Um, but Jordan, I think just it's his favorite place in the world. Hits another gear. So you're on the so Jordan, I think you're I on the Jordan go train. You gotta go speed. Yeah. All right. A couple yeah. of speed guys. Yeah, couple speed, speed guys, you know. Speed, speed for the boys. Losing that hairline, but keeping that game. <laughs> speed for the boys. Yeah, speed for the boys. All right. <laughs> well, that was that was fun. We got some we had some parts for the boys. Uh we'll keep this thing going. We got some golf ahead of us this week and a lot of of watching. So look out for our Twitter and our Instagram because you're gonna see some gems across this week. So uh you got anything else before we sign off? Uh Power cuts and zero fucks. All right. You guys enjoy the Masters. Get out there and play and give the gallery something to something to talk about. And just as the sun rises and sets in Scotland, so too have we come to the end of another power train. Be sure to follow us at the power train on Instagram and Twitter. And of course, subscribe to us on iTunes. And may your glasses always stay full and your ball always end up in the bottom of the cup.